0: Welcome to a Casually Hardcore special presentation on alphageekradio.com. I'm your host, Grail, and this is a Casually Hardcore Quickie. Okay, I'm not super married to that name, but it was the best I could come up with on short notice. Feel free to send me suggestions. Some of you may be asking, Grail, what is this, and what have you done with your co-hosts? That's very good questions, and I assure you they're okay. Okay. What this is, is my attempt to bring my love of games uh, to you guys and really talk about and review games or at least give you my impressions of them. What I wanted to do is focus on bite-sized type uh, reviews, if you will, of games to give you an idea of my impressions of them, what I liked, what I didn't like, what I thought worked well, and who I think would... You know, most enjoy playing this type of game, and also conversely, who may not like the uh, game that I'm reviewing. Uh, Really, I think games are much like any art medium—movies, books—they're subjective. So while a game may be one of my favorites, saying that it's the best game ever may mean nothing to you because we just may simply have different tastes in what we want to play. Where my co-hosts went, well. Unfortunately, this type of review doesn't work that great in the middle of our long podcast or live stream that we do. Uh, we cover a lot of geek topics, so it's often hard to dedicate a really a focused chunk on a, a specific game, which is what I wanted to do here. And frankly, I'm the probably the biggest gamer of the three of us. And actually, there's no probably about it. I am the biggest gamer of the three of us. So it's definitely more in my wheelhouse to do these type of reviews than it would be for D- DAXA or Gnomewise. So that's what I'm shooting for. I want to keep these things short, easily digestible, something that you can get through in about 10 minutes and go on with your day and possibly check out a new game or at least know that maybe you shouldn't be checking out a game. So that's the plan going forward, and as I get feedback, you know we'll evolve this as it goes. So for the first episode, I wanted to start with a game that just released last week named Armello. This is a game that was within the Steam Greenlight program for quite a while. Uh, It had a, a nice beta period. It was something I was aware of, but... Frankly, at the start, I kind of ignored it based mainly on the visuals. Uh, it is a cartoon-based game where you are playing one of several animal characters within a sort of board game setting. At least that was my initial impression. I don't tend to go for games that have a ton of cartooniness feel to them, such as WildStar. Uh, even WoW at times gets a little too cartoony for me. So... That was why I didn't pay too much attention to it at the start. But having recently seen it at PAX Prime, I was drawn into their booth. And the thing that caught me, again, was the visuals. This time was based on their intro movie, which was done in almost a Disney-style animation, which I thought looked really good. So that made me give it a second look, and I started talking to the developers there to get a sense of, well, what, what were they really trying to do with this game? It turns out they were while there's animals and they're kind of competing with each other. The backbone of this is much more uh, Machiavellian Game of Thrones type setting where a king that rules them all, the lion, has gone mad due to being corrupted by a substance called the rot and is lost his mind and so these other animals leaders of their factions or houses have decided to rise up and overthrow the king before he brings the whole land to ruin and so the game now has 8 playable characters but there was 4 when it started off and that's kind of where the tutorial focuses on you have a wolf a rat a bunny rabbit and a bear that are leaders of their houses and they're attempting to uh, bring resolution. And so it kind of caught me that, well, that's really interesting. Now you, there's a, a kind of a political play here. Let me give this a try. And sitting down and starting to play it, I really enjoyed a lot of the systems of the game. The game itself is a board game. However, when it's your turn, you have a certain number of action points that you can do things with in terms of moving your character around. Uh, you have quests that you're given, and so it gives you goals. And through the quests, you earn currency like money, or you earn items which you can equip on your character, or you even get followers as well. And you also are trying to basically enhance your character while at the same time uh putting roadblocks in front of the other opponents that are also trying to become the next king and so i sat down and played through the tutorial and honestly the tutorial of the game was one of the best ones i've played through it starts off from the perspective of the wolf and it introduces you to those basic concepts of moving of equipping items and such and it starts off at a daytime. The game has a time cycle that each turn then moves between day and night, and there's certain things that happen at night and certain things that'll happen during the day uh, which makes the game dynamic because you have to take that into account as well as many other uh, features. So the wolf is going around. He's getting his equipment together, and it was fun introduction to those concepts. Then you switch to the rat, and it's nighttime, and you start getting introduced to the idea of playing these uh, trickery cards that allow you to put roadblocks or traps for other uh, your opponents on the map as well as uh, gaining followers and working around some of those systems such as also earning gold at that point you switch to the bunny rabbit who is very focused on exploring a lot of the dungeons that are set on the map as well as gaining influence which is something that is used at the end each day Whoever has the highest amount of influence among the players is able to influence the king, who then sets a proclamation out across the map, which affects everyone. So you're given a choice of two different proclamations, and if you're the influence leader, you can pick which one he decides to go with. Such things like every player has to pay two gold to the king, or if you're not able to pay, you take two damage. So being an influence leader, it gives you a lot of power over some of these uh, global events that'll happen, and you can set up other players or set yourself up in a very strong position based on them. And then lastly, you switch to the bear, who is focused on some other mechanics like the ability to take on rot, the fact you can be corrupted by the same thing that's corrupting the king, as well as using magic spells and collecting these items called spirit stones. And collecting the spirit stone kind of ends the tutorial, and it's an interesting end, because They show you there's multiple paths to victory, which they don't tell you at the start that's what they're doing. But in the end, you review each character's perspective and you see each character is actually trying for a different win condition. The wolf was trying to buff himself up to get to a point where he could take on the king in combat and overthrow him that way. The rat was going for a similar style approach, but he was looking to take on a lot of the rot corruption which having a high level of corruption higher than your opponent gives you a lot of bonuses so he was trying to basically out corrupt the king the rabbit was going for an influence victory which meant that she was just waiting for the king to die of natural causes and then once that happened being the influence leader she would win the game that way by having the most influence points basically the highest renowned hero of the land and then lastly, the bear, who is apparently the only nice one of these people, was going for a spirit stone victory, which meant she was trying to collect enough spirit stones to cure the king of his madness and remove the rot from him. So it was a great way to kind of learn how to win the game without even being told that's what you were doing. It was, it was well blended in to learning all the various concepts of the game. And the concepts are very easy in a vacuum like each one is makes perfect sense learning how to interact all those concepts together is where a a lot of the depth of the game seems to come from and then factored in which win condition you're also going for. So maybe you're interested in gathering items if you're trying to overthrow the king. However, if you're just purely going for influence, you may be more interested in completing quests and basically stymieing the other players because you don't want somebody to slay the king before he just passes and croaks out himself. So it's an interesting game, and it has some TCG elements in that you are have a hand of cards each turn that refreshes, and you're able to pick from three different decks. There's a items deck, a spell deck, as well as a kind of trickery deck which is where your traps and and nefarious things come from you have to plan your moves out there's towns you can basically capture simply by walking into them and that gives you gold revenue on each dawn Uh, you have temples you can explore there's king's guards roaming around that sometimes are very hostile and other times uh, you can kind of set them off on another player so it's a a really expansive game that gives you a lot of uh, different ways to play it as well as the map itself and the quest you're given are all procedurally generated so they change every time you play so it's not like you can even just plot out the optimum path or plot out a, a certain number of quests that you should do so i like that a lot about the game it gives a lot of replay value and it, and it doesn't necessarily mean one person's always in a advantageous position compared to another character Uh, Issues I ran into have been very minor. The the only thing that has really kind of bugged me is sometimes the map just stops scrolling if I'm using my mouse to scroll around. It seems to be easy to fix if I just use the keyboard instead to scroll the map, which is the normal kind of first-person ASDW controls. Uh, you can also drag the map around with the mouse if you left-click on a, uh, an area and drag it. Uh, so that's been pretty minor. Uh, the only other thing is sometimes when you get a quest and you're supposed to go somewhere, locating where that is on the map can be a little tricky, uh, especially at night because the fla- uh, the flag that gets planted in the, the tile you need to get to can blend in, at least for me. So, again, very minor. uh Overall, I've really enjoyed it. I think if you're into turn-based games, if you're into board games, if you're into uh, even kind of a light strategy feel of uh, almost a 4X-type game but plays way, way quicker, I think the average game I've played has been about 20 minutes. Uh, This is definitely a game for you. Uh, I, I think the art style, even if you're not into cartoons like I am, is very appealing once you see it all in action and how well it ties together. If you are not into turn-based, though, just understand that's the type of game this is. So if you're looking for something a little more responsive, uh, where you're not having to wait for others to take their turn uh, with the computer, that's not much of an issue. But if you're playing against other opponents, obviously you can spend some time where you're just sitting waiting uh, for, for folks to to take their moves. Just understand that's, that's the type of game you'd be getting into. That all said, right now, if you want to check out Armello, it's available on Steam. It's $19.99 currently uh, for a single license. There is also a four-pack on there you can buy at a discount. So that's going to wrap us up for our first episode of a Casually Hardcore Quickie. I have been Grail. You can check us out on the web at alphageekradio.com, where you can find a vast smorgasbord of podcasts, live streams, videos, everything your heart could desire exists on that site. You can also check us out on Facebook as well as the Twitter. Uh, you can email me with any uh, feedback or suggestions or comments at Grail at alphageekradio.com. You can also check me out on Twitter, at GrailCH. Thanks and so long.